Hey everyone, my name is Brett Howe and I am an athlete mindset and life coach. I'm a former dual sport ACAC athlete playing both hockey and soccer at the college level. I am now mom of four, entrepreneur and founder of AMP Coaching. AMP Intermission Podcast shares top-notch conversations with some of the most inspirational people around. I speak with those from top performing past and present athletes, coaches, to sport parents, and everyone in between. In sharing stories from adversity to triumph, this podcast will inspire athletes to follow their own genuine path to fulfillment in life and in sport. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. How's it going, friend? Yet another episode of Alpha Commission Podcast. I have been wanting to talk about this topic for quite a while now. Just like any of my other topics, I come up with them based on you know what I'm listening to, whether it's at the gym or whether it's when I'm talking to my clients, whether I'm talking to my friends and family, situations I see on social media, situations I see in the real world, these topics that I feel are important and they have nuggets in there that can help people achieve their highest potential. At the end of the day, I work with elite level female hockey players to break through these barriers that they face so they can achieve their best in their lives and at the rink. But there's so much as an athlete that we translate into life after sport as well. There's so much that we take away from the rink, away from our sports, and it impacts our lives. And If I can help just one person in these episodes to just get one little piece that they're going to take into their life, then that's a win. And I think this next topic is one in which has been pretty prevalent in the work I do. And as we come up to the first quarter of our seasons as hockey players, I'm seeing the struggle and I'm seeing this is where the mental toughness plays its best role is when we can have that foundation so that as these challenges, as our bodies wear down, as these challenges arise, as we get, whether we're in a slump or whether we're on a high and we got knocked down, whatever it might be, this is where the mental toughness comes into play. And at the beginning of the season, there's so much hype. So you're just kind of like worked all summer. You've done your individual journey. Now you're having to come together as a team and you're having to find a way to essentially win. But in the process of all of that, there is challenges, there is adversities, there are struggles. And if we don't have the right perspective on what those are presented towards us, we don't grasp the opportunity for growth. And we get bogged down and we spiral. So as athletes, it is so important that we treat this mental training, this toughness that we develop, just like we would treat our physical strength. It's not something that you pick up a book one day, you listen to an audio, you listen to one podcast, and you're set for life. It's a continuous growth. It's a continuous effort that you have to put in. Because as someone who's been on a journey of growth, when we hit the level in which we've set our sights on, there's another level. And there's more challenges. And there's more struggles. If you could tell me... 
two years ago that I'd be running a coaching business. I'd be on a podcast weekly. I'd have a program designed for athletes to go through. I would have told you you're crazy. That's impossible for me. As a mom of four, working full-time, there's no way I have the space, the capacity, or the ability to do that. Well, step-by-step, I achieved that. And now I'm, I'm there where I thought I could never be, but I need to have the mental strength to get to that next level to overcome the next set of challenges, the next set of adversity, the next barriers that are going to try to prevent me from getting to that next level. And it's just like an athlete. We get to one step, there's always another step. So we have to get familiar with building this toughness, this mental strength, this capacity to overcome the adversity. And just so everyone is aware, mental toughness is not something you are born with. Confidence is not something you are born with. It's not like your height. It's like predetermined for you. It's something you can actually put the work in, the effort in, and achieve. And a huge thing I see in athletes that don't quite make it to their highest potential is their lack of mental strength, is their lack of training in this area. And I've seen it as an athlete, and I'm sure as my listeners, you can attest to this. You see an athlete with so much potential, but they're lacking in that area. And they might reach a pretty incredible place in their sport, but there's another level they could have obtained had they had the tools, the strategies, the mental toughness that it takes. And this toughness is not about not showing weakness. It's not about not being vulnerable. Mental toughness, and that's one thing that in society we've like, take mental toughness as being this strong I can break through anything. I have no sadness or I have no vulnerability and I get up. When I fall down, I don't cry and there's no tears. This kind of like nuance of what is mental toughness. And to me, being mentally tough is being aware of yourself, gaining the self-confidence, overcoming the failures, overcoming adversity, setting boundaries, being able to know your why power, know what your goals are, And set those boundaries to protect that energy, to shift your focus, to shift your perspective. This is all what I consider mental toughness. But in all of that, it's about breaking down and showing your vulnerability. It's about showing empathy too. It's about being relatable. It's it's not just this rough, tough exterior. It's being genuine and authentic in who you are. And with that genuinity and with that authenticity comes emotion. And you can own that emotion and you can go through it and build from it. So there are traits or characteristics that, in my experience, understanding are key for someone who has mental toughness or a level of mental toughness. And they're the areas in which you continue continue to work and grow on. The one trait that I see as someone who is willing to put that mind over matter is finding a way, not an excuse. So that's number one. 
is these athletes that find a way and not an excuse. And in that, it's not falling into this victim mentality, which I'm going to be honest, I see in society, and you've probably heard me talk about it before, I see in society a lot is poor, poor me and the situation I'm in. The thing is, is like many athletes, many elite level athletes have been in those unfair situations. Many of those elite level athletes, the difference is that they have shifted their perspective to acknowledge that these situations, these challenges are happening for them, not to them. And a simple word there, for and not to. Using those challenges as opportunities, as something in which you can acknowledge this will be, this will pay off for me in the end. I even think of my life or life situations that we've been in and you know, at the time, it's really hard to muster up and understand, hey, this is going to be something that I look back on and I am so dang grateful for. And it made me that much more confident, which is something that we need, that much more confident, that much more powerful and resilient to go through the next thing that was showing, what was thrown my way. I should say. So finding a way through something instead of an excuse for why you're not where you want to be. Having the challenges is actually a really beneficial thing if you use it the right way because it just builds this mental toughness. And honestly, the more challenges you have, the stronger you will be if you continue to find that way through. Okay, which leads me to number two, focusing on the controllables and surrendering or letting go to the things that we don't control. Now, sometimes people get hung up on all of this because it's like, well, you do have control over how many points you get or your injuries or your playing time. You just have to put in the effort and you have to do all the right things and you have to eat the right things and protect your body in the right way. Yes, 100% agreed. Totally agreed that you can give yourself the highest advantage of all those situations that I would say you don't have sole control over. I don't think you have control over your playing time. You don't have control over your teammates. You don't have control over your coach. You don't have control over necessarily how many points you get, but you can give yourself the advantage in every aspect to get those points. But at the end of the day, there's another factor that's factor that's going to have an impact on that controllable, if that makes sense. There's a goalie at the other end of that shot, right? So that's what I mean by focusing on the controllables. It's like what you solely control, what you have complete control over. And that's, you know, your effort that you put forward, your mindset, your perspective on things, your work ethic, what you're doing outside of your sport to achieve that level of greatness, the additional training, in a relationship, it's a two-way street. But what are you doing? You can control how you act and the effort you put forward. It's not necessarily about hanging up on the situations that present themselves. It's about the reaction you take to every single situation. That's your responsibility. Your personal responsibility is how you react and take control of every single situation that's presented its way. 
I see so much is athletes getting hung up on their limited playing time, their hard coaching styles that they're based with, their teammates that are maybe underperforming or outperforming them, the lack of points that they're getting, the fact that they're playing a position they don't want to play. I just want to be clear on that. Those are all things that, yes, you can give yourself an advantage to get what you want or desire out of your sport. But you, at the end of the day, there's going to be times in which things are thrown your way that, you know, doesn't doesn't show the effort you put forward. And you're just going to have to navigate through that. You're half going to have to focus on only the things that you can control. And it's an exercise I have a lot of my athletes do is when they're faced with a situation that they're really struggling with is like, okay, what, what in this situation do you have control over? And what don't you have control over? You know, whether it's, I have to go have a conversation with my coach. I can control that. I can control my emotion in this. I can control what I want to say, but you can't control the reaction from your coach at all. You can't control the outcome of that conversation either. So we have to let go of those things that we just try to put so much attention into and only focus on the things in which are going to serve us and that we have that control over, right? Okay, this is a big one. Number three, it's got to do with your routine, strategies, and commitment. So all of these go hand in hand because what I find in elite level athletes who are mentally tough is they have this routine that they stick to that they know has worked for them and they know their way out of things. For instance, for me, when I wake up in the morning, I've gotten to a place where if I'm feeling quite low and almost like dragging my feet, I guess, I will go outside for a walk. Whatever time of year it is, I'll go outside and I'll go for a walk and I'll get movement to my body. Because I'm coming from a very low state, I need to get myself to a higher state. If I wake up and I'm anxious or I'm feeling like I got so much to do today and I got to start with my bucket list right away, I'm going to actually take a step back and meditate or do something that's going to calm my nerves, calm my body down. And I have those tools. I develop those tools through the consistent work of knowing my body, listening to my body, knowing what it needs and just sticking to that routine and that becomes something I do every day is focusing on those things in which are going to help me. And some days I might not need either. Sometimes I might be exactly where I need to be and I'll just start my day. But my routine is pretty standard. And that might seem boring, but that's what's serving my highest quality of life. And with athletes that have that routine that they kind of stick to, especially game days that works for them, yes, they're going to get thrown off a little bit here and there, but they're being consistent. And consistency see is huge consistency is one of the biggest things in life and business and sport is doing those tasks over and over again and becoming consistent at them the things that are required for you to hit that next level so in that goes the strategies like i said the tools um, that are going to help us achieve that level that we desire that level that we are truly capable of our highest potential so in all of that is this commitment, this commitment to our goals, this drive and intensity to achieve that through the routine, through the strategies, we have this high level of commitment. And in that commitment, we have boundaries. You know, we stick to our routine, we stick to our strategies that we have to implement and we make time for them over things that aren't serving our highest quality, over things that aren't going to help us get to our goals. So that commitment is in that piece. So that's number three. 
So number one was we find a way, not an excuse. Number two was focusing on the controllables. Number three is the routine, the strategies, and the commitment to our why, the commitment to our goals. Now, number four is this view and perspective that we have of failures. That is so, so huge. And it is probably one of the biggest things that I see or see in athletes is this fear of failure and how we react to failure and not be able to overcome that in a manner, a timely manner, so that we can move forward, be where our feet are, be present as an athlete, and how we view the mistake, the failure, the shortcoming. And I talk about it so much is, man, these failures, these mistakes, these times when we fall short, they are opportunities to improve, to get better, to recognize our faults, and to shift, pivot, make changes. None of the greatest athletes out there got to where they were by not making mistakes, by being perfect all the time. I would almost bet money that the most, the majority of elite level athletes, if not all of them, made more mistakes than someone who just played the game for fun, who never pushed to go to that elite level, which is totally fine if that's your path and that's where you want to be. Oh man, do I support that? Because as long as you've got a goal or a vision or a mission for your life, do what serves your highest quality. But these elite level athletes, that was their goal. That was their mission. I would bet a lot of money that it came with more struggles, more failures, more shortcomings than we can even acknowledge, than we would even understand. And I do an exercise when I go to talk to teams and I show them, you know, a visual of some of the greatest athletes of all time and how they flip their entire career around from being like one, from being rock bottom to being one of the greatest of all time. And that didn't come from being the best to begin with. There are some people out there who have raw talent for sure. But even those people would have had their challenges and their adversity. So I think this is probably the most important point is being able to start to view those failures as opportunities rather than threats that we so often see. And as people that struggle with confidence, which I see in a lot of athletes, is we fear failing. We fear judgment. We fear fully short. And that fear sometimes gets in our way of achievement. You must have the capability as an athlete to bounce back from failure. There is not one game I've watched on TV from professional athletes where there isn't mistakes made. How boring would that game be if there was not one mistake? Mistakes are inevitable. They are actually part of the game. They're actually a requirement of an athlete is to make mistakes because only then can you grow and hit that next level? What is interesting is the more failure we face and keep on pushing through, the more resilience we develop, the more mentally tough we become. Big or small, sports failure finds all of us. We might have large or small adversities. The question is not if we will fail, it is how we will respond to the failure. 
failure needs to become your teacher in sport and in life. Don't be frustrated by it when it's inevitable. It's something we don't control. But we control our reaction, right? And another really important point, number five here, is developing self-awareness. We need to, as athletes, become aware of our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings, our actions. We need to have that self-awareness. Our subconscious programming is how we operate 95% of the day. And subconscious means living below conscious level. That's what subconscious means, below that conscious level. You know, I see to my daughter, I try to get her to describe how she's feeling so that she starts to learn what her emotions, what her feelings, what her thoughts are. Because we become so wrapped up in our thoughts. Our thoughts become our reality. When we can become aware, then we can gain the knowledge to build that mental toughness. Before I did the work myself, before I went through and tapped into the subconscious programming, I had a lot of anxious feelings. I typically would let things bottle up to the point where I almost like exploded and it would be, you know, emotional roller coaster. I would be extremely angry. I would be triggered by one small situation, but it's because I was letting everything compound. I had all of this anxiety and all of this negative thoughts and emotions and feelings that came what seemed to many like out of the blue, but it was just a buildup of all these limiting beliefs, these thoughts that I was telling myself, these stories, right? When you don't know the origin of your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, it becomes almost impossible to change that. And I don't mean like, let's find out, let's tap way back into your past and uncover those limiting beliefs. I mean, let's acknowledge them for what they are. And then let's shift the perspective. Limiting beliefs are those stories in which we tell ourselves in our head. And they prevent us from hitting our potential. They're the things that stop us from taking the risks to achieve that next level. When you gain self-awareness, when you do that work and go within yourself and tap into the subconscious programming and start shifting that perspective and be an observer of your thoughts, living consciously and aware, not only is it completely freeing, but it's something that you can build onto. You can rewrite those stories. You can shift your perspective. And you can protect yourself and put boundaries around the areas in which aren't going to serve you. Number one, find a way, find a solution, not an excuse. Number two, focusing on only the controllables and surrendering, letting go of all the things you have no control over. Acknowledging that this is happening for you, not to you, is going to be a game changer. Number three, focus on the routine, focus on the commitment, focus on the strategies. Number four, shifting our perspective, changing that view of our failures, seeing them as opportunities and overcoming that failure. And last but not least, the self-awareness, the big piece of what builds mental toughness is tapping into your thoughts, your feelings and emotions, because your thoughts too often become your reality 
And if your thoughts are the negative thoughts, subconscious programming, the limiting beliefs that are running your day to day, you're going to see that in your game. You're going to see that in your life. You're going to see that everywhere around you. So thank you so much for listening. Those are my top five traits that I see in an athlete that's mentally tough that I would love to help others achieve how to work through, how to break down those barriers that we face in our mental game and not even just the game, you know, life as well. So thanks for listening, guys. Looking forward to next week's episode, episode 18 with my special guest, which I won't release yet. But yeah, it's been great getting to share this episode, share my thoughts. Would love to know your feedback, what you think. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at brethow underscore underscore coaching. You can email me at any time, brethowcoaching at outlook.com with any questions, anything that comes up. I am happy to be a sounding board. I'm happy to jump on a call and see where you're at and see if it's coaching is something that's going to help your level of game or help your athlete's game, whatever it might be. Thanks again, guys. Have a great week. 